Tom, thanks for joining us. How are you? Good. Thanks for having me on. Congratulations on your start, 11-1, 10 wins in a row. Let's start right there, Tom. What's been the key to this start and putting 10 straight good ones back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back and coming away with 10 straight wins? I think you left a couple back-to-backs out of there. But regardless, I think it really comes down to this team's chemistry. You know, there is no real superstar on this team. We have, you know, five down to seven, eight, nine guys on the bench that can all come in and do their part when the time's called upon them. And they just really get along well together. They click well. And I think that's the only way that you can have a long winning streak like that. You can't just rely on one or two guys. Uh, it's got to be a total team effort, and I think that's what you see with this group. We only have one senior. We have a bunch of juniors, but that one senior is very tight with our juniors, and they do a lot together, and I think that's how you rally off that many wins in a row. Do you talk about 10 in a row or no? It's not even discussed. It's the next game that matters. Absolutely. One of the things that we keep talking about, for instance, for the next game, you got to get number 12 before you can get number 13. So, you know, whatever game it may be, we try to attack that game with the scouting report and, taking obviously each team as as their own each team you know presents a different challenge you know for instance playing against Woodridge in the in the Spectrum Classic you're dealing with you know the Browns play that day it's a weird time there's no JV game you know you have a long weekend so those are the types of things as a head coach and as a program that we try to address and make sure our kids are ready to go Forget about a Browns game. You got to worry about the Detroit Lions this coming weekend and Joey Stouffer is going to take their whole family to a Lions playoff game yeah, you know, I was I was very concerned about Ben and Joe last night because I didn't hear anything from them, and, and you know I, I know they're still in Detroit. Gabe plays for me, and uh, yeah. I'm just I'm just waiting to hear something from them. Let me know that they're okay and they're ready to rally for next week. Coach, on a more serious note, how do you replace a Will Aljancic? I mean, the guy was all world. You turn things around and you have this much success this season. How are you doing it? Well, you know, we're doing a good job of it because we have a better record right now than we did last year, and. I think collectively as our group, we've, we've counted on more people this year. Um, and it, it just seems to be, you know, each and every game. And, you know, Will is obviously a, a great individual talent, and that continues to be showing up at Finley. But when you look at the entire team, um, you're looking at guys that step up in different games. Recently, you know, we've had Ashton Marshall stepping up for us. Early on, it was Braden Gross and Hayden Nigro, Bo. Uh, my son has been doing a good job all year being steady. And then, obviously, Tadal Jancic's capable um, and played a very good game against St. Ignatius. And we've had great guys off the bench. Um, you know, Austin Wade is a young man that's come off the bench for us, and I think he has the highest percentage on, on the team in three. So it's just a collective group that really stepped up and realized that they're replacing not just Will, but we had a great senior own part. And uh, that's what chemistry guys, that just all had their own part and uh, that's what we miss the most. But our guys this year are really stepping up and keeping this thing going. You do realize it's a wrestling and a football school, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I might challenge that right now. Man. Uh, but we've, uh, we've rallied uh, 11 straight winning seasons. And uh, I don't think anybody argue with the, uh, the type of schedule that we play when you put St. Ignatius, St. Ed, Walsh right. Jesuit, McKinley, Jackson on the board each and every year. Um, you know, I, I think our program is, uh, will, will be unmatched when it comes down to it. Yeah, let's give him some love. He's Tom Siegfried, 17th season there at Louisville. His team ranked fifth in Division One in the AP poll, the only loss to the number one ranked team, St. Ignatius. And as an independent, you can play a schedule like this, uh, Tom. And how much 
do you look each and every year, especially when, when you do have a team like this where you want to play the toughest schedule possible in the regular season so it prepares you for that tournament? Absolutely. You know, when we left the NBC, um, we were actually already playing that type of schedule, but we only had, you know, your six or eight games as a non-league, so you could only do so much uh, right. with your non-league. But once we were out of the NBC – um, you know, obviously we can schedule all 22 games. So it gave us a lot of flexibility, and we've really taken advantage of that. We've upped our schedule, I think, right now. Uh, we have the strongest schedule in the state of Ohio, uh, being D1. We're also, I think, in the bottom five as far as enrollment for D1, but yet we're in the top five in the AP poll. Um, it's allowed us to do things like that and also have some, have some fun. And we've gone to Florida the last two years, played three games down there, and you know, the kids really have that as a good chemistry builder. And overall, I think it's just really helped our program um, step up to the next level. I'm not sure if we would ever have gotten there uh, if it wouldn't been for us being independent. So there are some positives uh, when you have that type of thing occur. You know, it's interesting you mentioned that because I was just Googling Gaylord Palms Resort and Convention <laughs> Center. I mean, tell us about this trip and how long were you there for? We were there for six days and uh, it's just wow. a fantastic trip and, you know, you play three games. We've uh, been fortunate enough that we've won the tournament back-to-back years. You play great competition, um, and, and the kids have a lot of fun. So last year we went to Universal for three days as we were down there. This year uh, we went to Disney, so we went to three different parks down in Disney this year as a group. Um, and then last year uh, we were able to volunteer at Give Kids the World. I think you guys are aware of my connection with which sure. can happen. So we, uh, we went down there, we volunteered our time as a group, and it was just a great experience. Honestly, uh, the kids, I think, enjoyed that and, and really, um, really felt it was a rewarding experience for the program to give back as we were also having some fun. So it's just a great time. I mean, just traveling and playing together and you know, being in the hotel together in Gaylord Palm is just an unbelievable facility. Uh, you literally have everything there. You play the games mm-hmm. actually in the basement of the Gaylord. So. It's uh, it's a great experience, and anyone that has the opportunity to go, I would highly recommend it. You know, for years, growing up here in Stark County, we took chemistry for granted because you grew up with your teammates, and you knew them from the time you played Mighty Might Baseball to youth football and everything else, and we, we don't really pay attention to it, but we see it more and more now, whether it's in college or especially in the pros. It's chemistry building, we're taking a trip, we're going to West Virginia. We're going to go out west, we're going to stay in L.A. for a week. Take a high school team to Florida, and you talk about building chemistry. It can never be too much, though, right? Oh, absolutely. We do a lot of stuff here. And honestly, our program, seven, eight years ago, really started turning uh, to an elite program when we started even pushing that envelope even more. I think as a young and experienced coach, a lot of times that we think that it's all about the wins and losses and the practices and demands, and, and it really isn't. When it comes down to it, we – we hook up every single Thursday night, and we pick a different place. We go to dinner. It might be at somebody's house. Last weekend, we were at Paul and Nori's in Alliance. Nice. Um, we hang out together. We actually have a, a Christmas gift exchange. Uh, we give back to the local community as well. This year, we gave gifts to uh, some some underprivileged people in, in, in Stark County and, and tried to help them out and just really tried to give back as much as possible and show you know, that it, it definitely is bigger than basketball in this program, and our kids really uh, wrap their arms around that. You see my main man, Joey, at Polinori's? Oh, yeah. Joey grew up the street from me. I'm actually a really? Lions guy, so he that's grew up right. the street, and that's where this all came from. I probably have taken, oh, I don't know, 15, 16 different players down there individually through my 17 years. That's 
that's my go-to. So I take them there. We have a good meal, some steak and gnocchi, and then we go uh, visit my old stomping grounds. But Joey, nobody does it better than Joey. I like to know yep. how many uh, how many gallons of sauce he makes per week because it's got to be an unbelievable number. I've been there. It's incredible. Kenny, you'd love this place. It's in an old neighborhood in Alliance. And his yeah. dad, his grandfather, they were all Joey. Joey, one, yep. two, three, four, and five, man. And they were great friends of him. I don't know if you know this, Coach. You probably do because you've been in there a lot. But Lou Holtz was a good friend of his dad. Okay. Yeah, he's a huh? huge Notre Dame fan. Yep. Oh my, so I always That's too game. bad. You know, Lou Holtz, I I have to stick up for him a little bit. Now, after getting called out by Ryan Day this year, I got to stick up for him a little bit. I understand. He he might have uh, hit on something there, uh, even though they lost to the Buckeyes this past year. But, um, uh, Coach, I'm just curious uh, and and happy to have Tom Siegfried with us here talking, um, you know, Leopards basketball. And we've got your game tomorrow night tomorrow night against cbca all right they're undefeated you're 11 and one okay what can you tell us about this cbca team uh, that, that you're going to play and hopefully hand them their first loss yeah it's, it's going to be a track meet this is one of those games sometimes you come to the game you're, you know you know, i wonder what they're going to do this is not one of those um <laughs> they get up and down they want to go you know from baseline to baseline to be quite honest with you so do we um, so this might be a very, very entertaining game, not just for CBCA or Louisville fans, but for Star County. Um, their, their assistant coach um, was actually my high school coach, and, uh, and Coach Fudge, their head coach, actually played for Coach Grenold as well, and that's the way he likes to play. And he's obviously uh, worn off on Coach Fudge a little bit and doesn't shock me with the style they're playing, but it's very entertaining. They have a really nice team. They, they play very, very hard. They probably play harder than any team we've played this year. Uh, so I think it's just going to be a great atmosphere for high school basketball. Well, you have a pretty good team, too, and let, let's focus on three guys that, that I did some research on today. Your leading scorer, he's a senior guard, uh, over a 1,000 points, I think, for his career now, four-year player for you, Hayden Nigro, averaging 19.1 points per game. How has he grown over the four years, and what does he mean to this year's squad? Yeah, Hayden's always been a scorer. Um, you know, I think from uh, age eight on, he's uh, always been able to uh, get to the rim and score. Probably the best off the bounce that I've coached uh, at Louisville as far as getting to the rim. Uh, the biggest thing this year is he's really showed a willingness at times to uh, pass the ball, make the extra pass, and we've become a more connected team. When we're playing well, the ball's moved from side to side, and, and Hayden's a big part of that. When he's doing that, He's a complete player. His defensive effort has really improved this year. Uh, he's been a better leader, and I think that's the biggest thing with Hayden, just a complete player instead of just a scorer, which is what you expect off a guy that's been a back-to-back All-Ohio uh, player as well. What about Braden Gross? He's a junior. you got some size here, 6'6". He's averaging about 16'10", uh, blocking a shot a game, shooting at about a, a 60% clip from uh, the field. Uh, tell me a little bit about his game. Obviously, some impressive numbers. Yeah, Braden's really grown as well as a complete player. We've stepped him out a little bit this year. Um, even at times, he'll uh, he'll play the wing position for us. Uh, helps us with our press breaker. Um, very high IQ for a basketball player, especially for a kid his age. And um, we just really are, are blessed with a lot of guys that understand the game and also know how to play with each other. Um, the best example I can give you from other people that come and watch us is they just say that it looks like these guys have been playing for 10 years together. And it's very true. They just know each other at her all the time, and, and Braden's one of those guys as well that does that. And let's add your son into the mix too, Bo, uh, a six-foot senior, excuse me, junior point guard, uh, 10 points a game, 
six and a half assists per game, two and a half steals per game, and oh yeah, late in the game, put the ball in his hands when they want to foul you. He's shooting ninety percent from the free throw line. How excited are you? What you're getting out of your son? Yeah, you know, most most importantly with Bo, I'm just I'm just really really thrilled as his dad and his coach of how unselfish he is, the way he makes this team go. Uh, he's always looking for the open guy. Plays great defense. If there's a loose ball, he's going to be on it. Um, you know, Bo and, and Ashton Marshall both are guarding the best guys each and every week, and I think that sometimes goes unnoticed. But when you're playing the schedule we're playing, a lot of times those are you know D1 or D2 college kids, and that's not easy. And, and uh, you know, he does that really well. So does Ashton, and you know they kind of work off each other. Usually, if one of them gets in foul trouble, the other one picks up the slack. And uh, you know, Bo's just a He's the coach's son. He, he knows what I need done out there. He's another coach on the floor. And, you know, it's been kind of nice over the last, uh, I don't know, three, four games where he's really having a good input on, you know, maybe we should do this, maybe we should do that. And that's what you want to see out of your point guard. And, and uh, it's really satisfying for me to see him be such a team player. It's interesting, too, because we always hear about the coach's son in a football uniform, not on a basketball yeah. floor. Yeah. I mean, oh, okay. you know what I mean? It just it, yeah. Is it making your job that much easier? It does. It does. I don't know how much easier it makes Bo's life, but it's uh, <laughs> it makes my, my life a lot easier. We were going over to a Babe Stern game uh, to watch some youth, and I asked him, I said, you want to come over and watch the fifth grade with me? And he said, yeah, no, that'd be great. You know, so we're driving over, and we get off the exit to go to Babe Stern, and you know, he said, man, Dad, I really remember this a lot. He goes, and I always remember the rides home, depending on how I played as well. And uh, I thought that was kind of funny. We both got a good chuckle out of it. But those are good times. And, of course, you always want to spend those times with your son. And to be around these other kids, to be quite honest with you, I consider them my own as well and known many of them for a lot of time. And uh, just look forward to see how this uh, season shakes out. If nothing else, at least you know where he is every Tuesday and Friday night, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And usually he's hanging out with those other guys at Canes or Chipotle afterwards or someplace. So, yeah, absolutely. Hey, 66.5 points per game on offense, 45.5 points per game defensively. Uh, what are you most happy with out of those two things? Always defense. I was a defense guy in high school, so it's always about defense for me. Uh, the offense, I want to play fast. We do that. But at the end of the day, when you play good defense, that's what translates into the tournament. And I think that's why we've had a lot of tournament success over the last few years. Um, we just really, really are focused on defense. Probably three-fourths of our practice is defense each and every day. Um, the offense will come. We like to create offense with our defense, but the 45 number uh, is good. I think we can even get it a little bit lower, but the uh, the offense is probably one of my better offensive teams I've had here. Coach, I know Kenny's got another question for you. I want to leave you with this on myself anyway. I just wanted to thank you for everything that you've done and help us with Wishes Can Happen because it, we couldn't get things done without people like you. So I just wanted to say thank you. Go ahead, Kenny. Coach, uh, well, I, defensively. I let me speak on that real quick. I appreciate that comment, and and truly, coaching basketball uh, is put in perspective when you're when you're dealing with an organization like Wishes. And I really push for anybody out there that can get involved, you know, whether it's financially or helping out at an event, whatever, to really step up and do that. And I think once you're in, you'll realize how important these people are that do this. And some of them have been doing it for 10, 15 years, way longer than me. And I just give them so much credit. It's like a new family. Um, that I've joined after uh, being part of this now for about a year. So I appreciate that comment. 
Coach, uh, back to the, the defensive side of things. You always hear uh-huh. defense travels unless you're the Cleveland Browns, okay? Uh, for you, <laughs> h- how do you make your defense travel? Because how, how, it's one thing to play at home and be all fired up. you got the home crowd there, and, and right. uh, you can dig down maybe a little deeper defensively, right? But to do that on the road and be consistent, uh, how are you able to, to get that through to your kids? Um, just expectations, and I think that you build that throughout your program as far as what you expect from the young man and, you know, what we expect from them is basically translates all the way down through the program. Um, they know. They know what's expected of them when they show up to play. Um, they also know what's expected of them, whether we're home or away. And sometimes I'm very straight up with them and say, you know, it's going to be a dead environment. we got to make sure we bring the energy in. There's no excuses ever, no matter what the situation is. You're playing at St. Ignatius, pretty easy to get up for that game. Or like you said, our home crowds are, are, are pretty big. But when you're playing in a you know a four o'clock game or a six o'clock game, and maybe the Browns are playing, and maybe people made a mistake by staying home watching the Browns instead of watching the Leopards, you got to do a good job of uh, creating the energy. Yeah, no doubt about it. And hey, your schedule coming up, man. You're going to match wits or try that again. Match wits with Eric Flannery from St. Ed, Sean Witherspoon from McKinley, and Mike Bluey, who's got a good Hoover team. Uh, you've got your work cut out for you, but I know you're up to the challenge, as are your kids. And we've got you tomorrow night, CVCA and uh, the Leopards right here on WHBC. Best of luck tomorrow. Thanks for making time for us, Coach, as always. I always appreciate being on, and, and the Lepers appreciate the time on 1480.